0: Ladies and gentlemen, we tried, we tried very hard for 50 to get these two back on and discuss the latest news in their personal life, but we're going to settle with 51. These two young gentlemen, both have been on the podcast before at different times. Today, we're going to hear some more stories. We're going to share some more news. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil Berna and Jake Teal back here and together for episode 51
1: oh yeah yes. let's go yes let's uh let's put some respect on snake and goose phil i okay. i was just
0: gonna say um you know why and i are gonna pat ourselves on the back and help create what is becoming one of the up-and-coming podcasts <laughs> for the rugby game the rugby genre right. and snake and goose podcast which i must say has a kick-ass intro that is that shit's cool between all the the sounds and the music and the rattlesnake and everything yeah i i'm a fan i'm a fan for sure
1: yeah we have uh dj josiah mora to thank thank for that jojo yeah. circus JoJo Circus he's down in the streets yes oh, yes that up in a hotel room in dubai so
0: wow yeah. of course of course it's in dubai and it's a hotel room and well, I mean, pro- probably just finished a game destroying some small country in south america south america like whatever oh, but it is another day
2: day in the life
0: day in the life yeah, well yeah. gentlemen we,
2: we had a intro created but our uh our roommate wanted some monetary funds for it and we we were not ready to uh to dish over some money we,
1: we were uh, we know you guys don't have money so we, we, we also do you have our checks ready
2: to send over for this right yeah keep that hush though
0: keep that hush
2: yeah, yeah we, oh. we don't we don't need our other guests knowing that you know we hand out money occasionally. Yeah. Under the table. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Anyway. So uh I I I'll I will clear the air a little bit. Um you know, the, uh, the top 50 list obviously created I'm going back a, a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> I felt like we um, about it in person, so we gotta we, we haven't had this conversation yet. And I will just come out and say that I straight up forgot to put rugby on the list. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seemed
1: that way. I don't know if that was like a, trying to be a shot at us, but Jake um, is was really upset about it. <laughs> I was, you know, I thought we had good appearances to maybe make Crack Top 50, but. I, you know, I, I don't even remember who's on
3: the list. Um, honestly, I saw that list and I was like, this is such a bullshit hack job attempt <laughs> at hurting our feelings that i'm just not even gonna i'm not even gonna focus on it so it's out of my mind but now you bring it up my palms are sweating um i'm very angry i'm trying to drink this water but it's not boss so i can't drink it on the camera <laughs> I, mean, I,
0: I was gonna the- say i was gonna throw that in there oh uh, I,
1: uh, I can't you're in the in the shot you're in the shot it's bad
0: oh, oh. my god the, the sponsors are not going to be happy jake fuck Something. fuck you <sighs> have to switch to aquafina no <laughs> i'd rather drink i'd rather drink swamp water than that stuff
1: yeah exactly we have respect for ourselves. okay come on now. <laughs> yeah but, but was that the case it was just uh we were forgotten or you just say oh, that- i, I yeah.
2: straight up forgot it like you guys uh you guys clapped back with it and i was like i went to jack i'm like Fuck! I straight up forgot to put rugby on this list. (laughs) I was, I was like, how could I do that with us having three of the rugby of the Canadian rugby players on? I'm like, yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I mean, we're big supporters,
1: huge supporters. I mean, the shot was took us by surprise, but you know, we're resilient. We're not. We're, We're better for it. Maybe we're not upset. We're just very disappointed.
0: Yeah. Oh, that hurts way more. That hurts way more.
3: Yes well, it meant to, it was meant to hurt you so <laughs> <laughs> Not it's doing its job.
1: <laughs> was I the first I yeah. to say moo crew or did you guys already have that because I want some I want <laughs> <take> i <credit> of <for laughs> taking credit for moo crew Yeah, <laughs> Phil <laughs> <on your
0: ship>. <laughs> Phil <laughs> Phil you're right with that one. I think. Uh, we, we oh, had discussed like
1: licensing dollars from that.
0: Yeah. A similar name, like a couple ideas like that and Moo Mondays and along those lines, but never a Moo crew. Right. So we, uh, you know, we, we owe that one to you.
1: There you go. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm getting my, my the, thanks. The magic touch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I want you, I want to kind of talk about a little bit about the podcast that you two guys have uh, unleashed on the world. What's uh how's that been? How's that experience been in, Interviewing your teammates what every week or so, every two weeks?
3: You know, you gain a lot of respect um, for the people who are putting podcasts out on a regular schedule because I, that's like probably been the hardest part is getting the energy up to record it, edit it while I'm doing that. But
1: I'm just a talent.
3: Yeah. I and having to <laughs> deal leave with
1: me soon.
3: having to deal with Phil's like diva outbursts is just insane. But no, it's a uh, it's been really fun. I think that we both enjoy talking to I mean the people we've had on we only got four episodes before we almost burnt out there. Um but like it's, it's went
0: too hard too fast.
3: Yeah, it's it's we were just too close to the sun, you know? Um <laughs> but no it's been super fun to like have the guys on and you know get some get some kind of lesser talent that they could kind of suck so we could get, you know, work at our kinks. Then we get Nate on who's obviously a living legend and uh you know get to hear him kind of talk shit even though he didn't he didn't delve as deep
2: into talking shit as we would have wanted them to
1: oh, we don't want to incriminate no we wouldn't else. want to do that but.
2: it's um, always tough to get people to like really go into the deep shit
1: yeah and he's i mean he uh, he told us
3: everything yeah uh, uh, <laughs> yeah no it's been it's been a lot of fun to get uh, get the athletes cut loose hopefully uh you know start stealing some of your clientele soon and um just overtake you and run you out of business <laughs> Um well I mean I you guys want have it any the other chance. way
2: you guys are going to be in Tokyo you can mix and mingle with everybody and
0: we're you know we're we're sitting over here and yeah it's kind of the same Sorta <laughs> <laughs> Sorta of? sort of? I think so
3: Yeah that's the the whole reason we're actually in Tokyo we we Phil and I sat down and we looked at each other it was a little more like a fitness meeting because we're not friends we're just business partners actually <laughs> um but we sat down and we said to each other listen this isn't about the rugby. This is completely about the podcast. <laughs> so much—it's the most important thing going for us. I have nothing else going in my life at all. Yeah. You have a girlfriend?
1: Yeah. The podcast is my
3: girlfriend, and I treat her well. Oh, you do.
2: <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, be fun. <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean, the Olympics no, I... are about. The good old Olympic Tinder as well. I, Jake, I know how much you love your dating apps. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Phil is now off the market, but That's really according weird. to our uh, our good friend Scott gow the Winter Olympics Tinder's a big, big deal, and you know, Summer Olympics even bigger.
3: Yeah, I was about to say, Winter Olympics come on, where the real money is at, ducking hot babes like me, uh, <laughs> single and hurt um no i yeah i you know i don't i'm obviously super focused on the rugby um and and winning winning stuff um
0: yeah your, your coach listens to our podcast so you have to say those <laughs> things yeah
3: I, I, you never know
1: where he is <laughs> all of a sudden he could just be like hey i heard you talking on the podcast you're more focused on the tinder um i think I've he, had, like a terrible flash forward on- <laughs>
3: <laughs> i think he actually would be like my man like benzel bat yeah. me up um, be like me, too. Um, just kidding. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, obviously, uh, there's a little... With COVID, it's going to be no meetups. So it's just going to be me trying to, you know, social network and uh, hopefully pick up some new podcast guests. See, I'm so into the podcast that I'm just not even thinking about my love life because it's non-existent.
1: Yeah, Tokyo's going to be lit. I'm very excited to watch uh, Jake swipe up a storm
2: because... Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: live by It'll, it'll be fun to watch. You know, Jake
2: of- with unlimited yeah. swipes. Just, just imagine him after
0: the competition's over, and he's just oh, got yeah. all the free time in the world.
1: Oh yeah, and getting Tinder Plus going. Probably. I was gonna
0: say Tinder Plus is the investment for. Uh, yeah. For the what? The time. three weeks you guys would be there.
1: Yeah. You, you you know the the
3: thing is you guys are talking like I'm successful on these apps and it's, it, it doesn't matter how many people or attractive athletes are on there. I'm still not going to do well. So, um, you know, it, it, the whole thought is nice. And I love that. You guys are kind of hyping me up. I don't think that's your intention, but I'm a, I'm a realist here and it's, uh, it's just going to be me listening to Phil FaceTiming his girlfriend at night. And just sitting there, um, our sadly beds. on our cardboard beds, uh, yeah. <laughs> probably just playing solitaire on my phone
1: so because because here you're an average looking guy and an olympian but there you're like a pool full of olympians
0: so you just yeah he's like a in in vancouver he's like an eight and a half exactly with a tokyo tokyo um tokyo olympic circle whatever it is tokyo olympic house he's like a six is that what you're trying to get There's at, a, Phil? It's, it's your words, me. man. Your words, not mine. No,
3: I think, I think, I think I was, rating a, seven, I was hoping eight, for seven from last episode. four. So four. We're, we're like, oh, you
1: know,
3: see. hey, but the thing is, these people, you know, they're competing. They might be sad. Some of them are sensitive. You know, it doesn't matter.
2: <laughs> you got, you got to go for the people <laughs> that just finished in fourth.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's not getting podium. I don't know winners. Podium doesn't talk to Jay. I don't need winners, Jake, don't need <laughs> winners. after that.
2: Maybe. Get the See, our, my thought here is, you you have not laid eyes upon our former roommate Trent. Trent managed to get a thousand Tinder matches. Wow! If if he if Trent will we should honestly send you guys a picture of Trent. He's six two and he is he weighs one hundred and fifteen pounds. He's Slenderman. Go off with of his man. success. <laughs> I truly believe in you, Tate, Based <laughs> on that.
3: Yeah, I should. Uh, I should. I should hit him up for some hints. Um, I might. I, did he put? I weigh 150 pounds on his in his. Bio? No,
2: his I bio is just six
0: two.
3: Wow, mm, that's just playing that's right off. Bio, but then again,
0: that, that is, is yeah. Cool. But sometimes that's all it needs, though. That's all all you need. Yeah. <laughs>
3: six three and three quarters podcast
2: (laughs) host i i feel like if you just say looking for podcast guests you might get a a decent amount of matches you know how many people there are gonna
3: be like not really that they're gonna be like i have to do a podcast with these guys what (laughs) snake and goose is it an animal well
2: you don't actually have to have them on it's just a way it's just a gateway yeah Yeah. that's how you get them in the door you know what i'm just i'm I'm gonna show up and i'm gonna (laughs) wing it
3: completely success or no success that's all you can do is just try your best and uh and uh i'll just live vicariously through phil and his happy relationship so there you go (laughs) no it's okay i'll be fine that works
2: too all right, Phil. We'll, we'll, give, we'll, we'll give Phil a word in here. Uh, let, we'll talk about the uh, the Olympic selection, and before Jake goes off on a fifteen minute spiel, uh,
1: oh, yeah.
2: Phil, what did that mean for you?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was it was such. It's weird. There's like so many emotions going into it, like we had our last set of kind of trial games or whatever on the Saturday, kind of before we found out and we'd find out till the next Monday. So it was like a over a week of just nothing waiting to find out if you made the team or not. And it was just the longest week ever. The night before was terrible. Didn't sleep. And then Mike, you get the notification at eight in the morning, like, hey, your Zoom call, which is how we did it, is scheduled at 10.20 or 10.10. And then just the minutes just like tick by. So slow. My oven clock is five minutes faster than like my (laughs) phone clock. So it just felt like time wasn't even moving because I'd look over there, it'd be ten. And then look at my phone, it's 9.55, and then it's still 10 on my phone. I'm, like, time standing still. Like, nobody's given me given me anything here. But, yeah, it was uh, relief and then happiness. And then, you know, there's guys that get cut. So your happiness is kind of suppressed by your best friend's dream just got shattered or didn't live up to, you know, what he thought. And... Yeah, it was good, but it sucked at the same time. And even now, it's like, yeah, you made the team, but we're still training hard. So it's it doesn't it's not going to hit until I'm on the flight to Tokyo, and that's kind of how I'm processing it. Like I'm, it hasn't been like a crazy high just yet, because there's still that, you know, three weeks to go, and then I'll be I'll be buzzing when I'm on the field, but I'm just in this weird purgatory now, I still feel kind of, yeah. Hasn't all set in.
0: That's, that's amazing. No, I'm, I'm just, that's pretty cool. Uh, obviously. Yeah. you obviously great talent. Did you ever have like a, almost a doubt in your mind or just like, okay, what happens? No, 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 no. It was like only doubt. (laughs) Oh, that's why you're smiling. I thought you were like, are you fucking kidding me, man? I was making this to you no no matter what
1: incredible amounts of doubt uh thank god we had a greg shout out greg he was like a late call-up sports site guy who like came and worked with the team and uh yeah he had a lot of things that kind of helped just ease the anxiety but man it's like it's not a chill thing
0: for sure (laughs) like
1: it's really not fun to go through like playing is amazing and like training with the boys is Awesome, but you know, working six years for something and then waiting on a phone call, it's like so much doubt creeps in. You know, have I done enough? You know, you're looking at your competition, um, because it's inevitable that you know, a few people are going to just get their hearts broken. Uh, so yeah, I don't know, there wasn't a lot of certainty. There's thankfully, there's certainty from friends and family which is always nice to hear but you know at the same time I'm like you don't know anything
0: like (laughs) you're not you're not fucking training 24 hours a day like you're not living breathing this experience and yeah no that's that's so cool because I mean obviously yeah like both you I Jake will get to I want to hear your story too and I saw your Instagram post and I was like oh my god this is amazing but with Phil I was like I was kind of just more interested to see like, if, yeah, if you had that self-doubt, self-doubt, but, you know, just kind of interested in the the mental aspect, but like, was there any tricks that the the sports psych helped you with that you could kind of share with our listeners to handle all that?
1: Uh, Yeah. Cause I, I think it's great stuff and I, it definitely applies to a lot more than just sports, but um, he was very big about being present And then, so his here and now was his kind of lock in thing, which was his hippie thing, which I I did like. But um, his kind of three things that he's like, just keep saying this to yourself or believe this were I've done the work, I'm exactly where I should be. Um, Those were like, those were the two. And then it's just like, you're safe and you belong kind of thing. But that, uh i've done the work and i'm exactly where i should be really helped me because i know i've you know i've been training for six years and even during COVID, i know like i've been keeping my body in shape i've been you know playing as much rugby as possible so just kind of hearing saying those things to myself getting that kind of self-validation was really helpful um because anytime doubt kind of creeped in i was just like no you've done the work and you are good enough, like you belong in his team. It's up to the coach to decide at the end of the day, but like at least I'm secure with myself um, to know that that was the case. So I'm, I'm sure that would help somebody if you actually like, if you, you have done the work, tell yourself because it, it does help.
0: No, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I bumped you out here too. That was uh, really great to hear. Uh, I'm sure. Because I want to touch upon this too. Because White and I had this experience. We both applied to graduate school. We both got cut. You know, unlike you two. But what yeah. was it like having your your roommate slash uh, podcast host slash best friend kind of through that whole process? Like
1: uh, him,
0: <laughs> him, this guy. Yeah, this guy. Um. It's
1: so weird that Jake hasn't talked in five minutes.
0: I
2: know he, he's uh, getting antsy. Like I know, I know. we can see it. It's Phil's
0: time though. It's Phil's like, time to shine. We'll he's get
2: that, to Jake. He's that
1: mean kid at his desk, <laughs> just like veins <laughs> bursting from his face. Um, yeah, it was It was weird. I told him like, don't text me. The Like my, we all found out on Monday. I'm like, don't tell me when your call is. Don't tell me if you've made it or not. Like, I don't want, like, it was just going to, like, add more mind games to me. So he was uh, with his mom in Abbotsford, and I was uh, in Victoria alone. Like, a bunch of people went home to be with their family, and I was like, I cannot be around people right now, which didn't end up being the sweetest move because I'm like, oh, I would have loved to, you know, <laughs> get with everyone and celebrate, but I was just locked in my room. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want to hear anything. And then when the team finally got released on the WhatsApp, first guy I called. And yeah, we, 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 <laughs> had a little moment, I cried a bit.
0: Oh, um, so cute. So then, cute.
1: Yeah. I grabbed him from the ferry. And yeah, we just had our little, little hug at the ferry moment. Like we were. Long, long-lost lovers finally reconnecting <laughs> at BC Ferries. I was just which walking. Is, I was walking across. The, where uh, is a better place to reconnect than BC Ferries? Walking Perry's. across the crosswalk,
3: and everyone else is kind of doing their own thing. And I'm just, we're going to the fucking Olympics! <laughs> and no, no one else is doing it. And I'm just like, ah! Was like, yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Sorry, I had to talk. I was going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to die. Yeah, I was
1: like holding in the sneeze. But that, uh, yeah, that all... Oh transpired man that's
0: amazing that's so cool
1: yeah it means a lot for me personally but it's makes it that much sweeter to do it with jacob
0: (laughs) with jacob (laughs) well jake kind of same question there i want to know uh what was it like having phil beside you
3: well you want to just know about the filtering you want to know how i found out because i feel like that's pretty cool. i
0: will we'll get yeah, to that we'll get to that there's like seven questions that yeah, we no, asked like, with phil so i, I, I want to
1: worked up to me and then they'll,
2: they'll work out um, <laughs> i mean you'll,
0: you'll,
2: you'll get the same questions just a different it's time. just
0: opposite rotation i think yeah, if or, we
2: just or, be quiet jake um, is gonna answer all of them he's gonna
0: go through all of them through. and then yeah he'll interview himself <laughs> um, yeah
2: yeah i'll check
0: you yeah uh later.
3: I mean, I never had a doubt. Phil wasn't like not or, like I always knew Phil was gonna make it. Um, in my head, I was like, I was 100 confident. Um, I mean, as as he said, there's like never, it's never a for sure moment, and you never know what what you're. I mean, you, you kind of know what the coach is thinking, but like, you know, you never really know. Um, and uh, no, he like he did everything, and it was it was uh yeah. I never doubted he was he, like the most. He's one of the most committed dudes I know in terms of like committed to yeah compliment um come on uh, committed to doing doing all the right things and stuff like that so i never had a doubt um but yeah it's i mean like i wouldn't want to do it with anybody else it's like so It makes it it makes a very awesome experience even more sweet because you get to do it with somebody you care about who's your friend so pussy shit
0: <laughs> i was gonna say so kind so nice it was such a heartwarming moment and then oh
1: yeah, I'm top though. I can't. Keyword, S word. We don't, we don't, we don't <laughs> <pronounce my fingers. laughs>
0: well, well, let's get even more emotional, Jake. So, what was it like, you know, taking that video with your, with your mom? I, I remember, if I remember correctly, and, and that whole experience, was that like, you know, pretty much your biggest fan growing up?
3: Yeah. I mean, uh, both my, I've, I've, I've had a very, I have a very strong, um, relationship with my mom, my, my, both my parents and my brothers and everything like that. So, um, They are like the first people I would tell right away when, when I found out. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I told my mom I was getting cut. Like I was, I was sure I was getting cut the day before I got a text from my coach saying, Hey, can you call me? And I was like, I texted Phil. I said, I was like, Hey buddy, just letting you know, I'm getting cut. Like it's happening. I'm getting cut right now love you so proud of you <laughs> and, he was and i was like 100 and my mom is like crying she's calling my grandparents like oh he's getting cut and i was like that's how it goes um and then yeah i he my coach is actually just checking in to say hi which was crazy um, <laughs> it was wild. And it was i funny.
0: could imagine your emotions and like getting the call and he's like how are things and you're just like yeah, he literally was like that's it call- like that's all you want
3: how's family? How's your family? Like, how's the body? And I was like, what? He's like, I'm oh like, I'll tell you the team tomorrow. And I was like, holy shit. But so, like, I walked back in the house and I was like, Hey mom. And she's like crying. And I was like, it didn't say anything. And she's like, oh my God. um, so yeah, no, it was, I, I wanted to go home to share it with like, share that moment with her. Cause obviously it's uh it's like a super I mean, e- either way, I kind of wanted to be like, I didn't want to take the call with her near me. Like she, when I finally did get the real call, she's like, oh, can I, do you want me to come with you? And I'm like, no, fuck it, I don't want you anywhere near me. I need to like, do this by myself. Um, but it's good to have like, either way, I wanted to share it with my family kind of thing. Um, you know, it, I was very much in the same, I didn't think I was going to make it, but I was very much in the same thought process as Phil, where I was like, I've done all the work I need to do. I'm exactly where I need to be. Now it's out of my hands. So I think I was very confident in that sense. Like I was like, I couldn't have, I don't think I could have done anything more in the past six months since we, we started back up. Um, But yeah, I was very set on
1: that. I was getting cut. And it was so, so fun. Uh you had an Instagram post. I had an Instagram post ready. I was ready. I, I like I He was ready to sad dog the internet with me, I was like. so I was so
3: I was so set. Like I was driving around. So when I got the call, I literally I woke up in the morning as an avatar. I drove to Chilliwack and back twice, just driving back and forth, listening to music, waiting for
2: What were you listening to? Like I think
3: I think that we have right, to I'm set the nineties rap. Literally, like the most aggressive. Interesting.
1: Thing. Yeah. Like in Not my first door. thought. Like that. I'm just sitting there, like. And he doesn't get up at like nine. He gets up at five a.m. Like, so I was up for a long time,
3: and I was getting messages from some guys who had unfortunately got cut, and so I'm like trying to like talk to them to tell them you know like keep your head up or whatever, and I'm also sitting there going I had the last call of the day, so I was like. He told me not to text them. I texted him like, "I'm, I'm not going." They're cutting me on last call,
0: and he just didn't respond. Uh, which, uh, he told me not to do. It. <laughs> he he stayed true to what he said, though. So you can't I really, you did, can't really give Phil shit.
1: He did the thing where he's just like, "I'm, I'm getting cut. Like I want you to I know, love I you, love you. Man. you. Like I'm really I've done that." <laughs> And I'm just like, man, shut up! Like, you don't know, and it's so just so crazy to me that I'm getting these texts. I'm waiting for my own fate. <laughs> yeah, just, talking, just laying all his shit projecting. on me too. I'm like, yeah. Man. So finally, I
3: just like, I finally got a call, and I was like, I'm gonna do this in a place that where I like learned how to like. I learned that I love rugby, so I was at my high school field, just sitting there like this, and. Like, all these people, all these kids are still in school running the track. So I'm just (laughs) sitting there like this. And I get the call, and uh, the coach is like, yeah, like, I'm going to cut right to it. Congratulations, you're in the 12 for the Olympic team. And I was like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, what? And I was like, "You're shut the fuck up. You're lying to me. And he's like, no. And I threw my phone. I just threw it. And I was like, I picked it up, and
1: I'm crying. And I'm just like, you're never going to regret it. <laughs> like and he's like okay, instantly regretted it, and uh,
0: he's like shit. I should have taken them. the other guy. <laughs> get off the call
1: with him.
3: Facetime my brother, and I'm like trying to keep like I just wanted to fuck with people at this point because I was like yeah. boy, and then be like ah. Um but I'm just bawling and all these kids are all running by like what the fuck and he starts crying so I'm crying facetiming him like you,
1: you.
3: yeah he was bawling too it was I fucking insane. I have, yeah. yeah so we're both crying on facetime and then I drove <laughs> I drove to the liquor store and my dad called me I yes
0: power move I like it my dad's
3: like it has <laughs> like hell yeah like I never doubted you I just well, you know like fuck yeah I was. And I was like, yeah oh. yeah let's
0: go yeah party so I on my yeah. little
3: brother I'm like hey and he's like, what? And I was like, I made it. He's like, nice. And I said, don't tell, like, he would no emotion. Nice. I was like, don't tell mom. Tell her my call got pushed back. So I go, I go in there. I'm still crying. I'm in the liquor store, like crying. Picking up and, booze and, and crying. And the, probably,
1: I was going to say. Like, we've seen this a thousand times. Like, are you okay? And I was
3: like, I need your deepest bottle of champagne. And she's like, for what? And I was like, I just made the Olympics. And she's like, oh my God. And like gave me a discount. So I ripped home. And I was, like, I'm fucking going. I didn't even know. I was, like, still had a couple tears, and I like, I didn't shake the bottle. And I was, like, fuck it. I don't even care. And she came down, and she just started fucking bawling. It was so awesome. And, I mean, it's, like, it's so nice to – you kind of it, – it's nice for me, obviously, because I've been training, and I really wanted to go. Duh. Um, but as Phil said, it's, like, kind of not going to hit until you get there. But in that moment, like, the making the team, it is more – it was more special for me to tell my mom, my dad, my brother, like all these people that I was going because they also put in so much like time effort and like just being there for me. And I've had a long t- tipsy topsy turvy roller coaster ride to get there. Um, and like, I was, I was so anxious to be able to share that with her. And she was like fucking crying and I called all my grand, I kind of fucked with every single person I call. I call my grandparents <laughs> and be like, Oh man, like, you know, I, uh, I just, I I have a problem. I don't have any sunscreen. And they're like, what? And I'm like, ah, could you send me some money for sunscreen? Cause I'm going to need it in Japan. And then they go, wow, and all that stuff. So it was super fun. to like, tell everybody, um, and, uh, everybody was super excited, I guess. I mean, it's pretty cool, but it still even hasn't hit me. Like even when I was doing it, like like, posted on my Instagram and stuff, people are like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And I'm like, Yeah. And I'm still waiting I'm going. where you're like, Oh shit, this is fucking insane. Um, which I know is going to come, but right now it's, it, it is, it is, it's nice. I feel very accomplished to have been selected for the team, but we still have the, the job to do and all that jazz. So it, it's kind of feels like we got, we got some, got some shit to do. Still got a couple of weeks of training and stuff like that before we, uh, get down and dirty.
0: Okay, I want to uh I want to know this about you too. Was there ever like a um, like a moment, a training day, a game, anything like that where you're like, "Fuck, right there, like that was one of my best chances in showing that I can make this team going into the Olympics?" <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, there was an event. I, that's all you're going to know, but yes.
1: <laughs> no, uh I guess when you you kind of do a uh Self audit of where you're at, um, just how you fit into the team. Well, yeah, I was kind of going over some uh, moments from the 2020 season. I was just like, I got a really good tournament in Hamilton. I showed like a lot of you did. What, thanks. <laughs> After the team against USA, he did. Harry Jones still ran out first, but that's okay, Harry. <laughs> we still love you. <laughs> he, went, he went front of the tunnel and then to the bench. I was like, dude, like, let me at least run out first. <laughs> let me bask in the sunshine. But, you know, fair play. Harry Jones, legends do what they want, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, in the, uh, in the build-up games, I guess – Uh, like kickoffs are really important, um, aspect, aspect of the game. game. And I just had like three back to back, like very good, clean kickoff takes. And then the same thing, just receiving a kickoff. I'm just like, well, I've shown, you know, an X factor of sorts in series past. And then even in these games against the, uh, development. development team, um, I've also shown that I can do like the fundamentals very well and under pressure because we've just been repping them out in training. But yeah, putting them out under the prep, the pressure situation and still being able to execute. Uh, that was something that didn't, it wasn't like, oh, bang, you're in, but it's this is definitely point <laughs> in my favor. And I will stop talking. <laughs> Jake,
2: how about you? There's probably that behind the back <laughs> pass, hey?
0: Oh, him, yeah. yeah. No. Um, oh, my God.
2: Yeah,
3: I, uh, I had a very different experience in the 2020 season to fill up. <laughs> I didn't play well at all. Well, not at all, but I just didn't play well. At all. I was not, I was not very good. Like if the team was to be picked after the 2020 season, I, I wouldn't have gone to the them. And I, I, I don't think I should have. So, um, I was coming, we went to Dubai for the invitational tournament and I was like, fuck, I gotta, gotta show out a little bit here. Um, and I, uh, yeah, we, I lucked out because there was just a, uh, less forwards than usual and got a lot of playing time. And my coach kind of backed me a little bit more and I played pretty well in Dubai. Um, not to toot my own horn, but I did. Um, and, uh, yeah, ended up like kind of just coming into my own and playing a little bit more confident and, I think after Dubai, um, I'm actually, as, as confident as I seem, I'm quite uh, negative. I don't have much confidence, self-confidence in myself. Um, I still didn't think I had worked my way in the team, but I think I had showed what I could do if I was on the team and I got some playing time. So I was uh, pretty confident. And then I just, uh, during, like, in the, the games against our development team, uh, like Phil said, I think I just was quite consistent Um which sometimes can be a blessing and sometimes can be a little bit of a curse. Sometimes you obviously want to show out a little bit, um, but I wasn't trying to force anything. And then there was one time in the last game where I just kind of stepped inside a dude and threw a pass behind someone's back. And I was like, I think that's that everything was, I can do oh,
0: there. I think I, that's all. Yeah. I know nothing about rugby, but when I saw that clip, I was like, I know that is a good play. I know that was impressive. So,
3: (laughs) I was dipping my bag a little bit. You can tell I was feeling myself. I had the head tape on. I had the fucking hazard concrete colorway cleats on. I looked like a (laughs) noob out there. I was like, I saw the guy and I was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to go into my backyard playbook here. And thank God that worked.
0: (laughs) Huge (laughs) turnover. Oh, yeah, not ideal. Really
3: (laughs) embarrassing um i feel like we had that game in the bag but
1: yeah we
0: we did we
3: did have the game in the bag but i was being like oh you're that dick it's like when you try and dunk on a fast break and you're up by like 30 and you brick it off the front rim and you're just like fuck i'm shit and the coach (laughs) is like come on man so lucked out with that one no luck involved though that's just hard work and grind right there
2: homie so i'm interested if you guys are aware of this with going to the olympics i think this would be something that jake is all over so obviously you know you if you go and get your phd you sign your name jake O-L-Y
1: after your name name.
3: hell fucking yeah come on now no i don't want to be too much of a cuck
1: that's what you're gonna say right you didn't just oh yeah out. yeah
3: I knew where you're going with it right when you said "pa," and I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I don't know when the appropriate time would to be to do it." But I think if there's anyone who's ever wronged me in my life, I would sign
2: off on an email with "oly" after my name. I think you just do it at all, at all times. At that point, you just permanently change your email signature. Yeah, Jake
1: Teal, Oly. I mean, in terms of PhD times, it's like <laughs> six years. You know, I've been training with this team for six years. It feels appropriate. I, I feel like I should get some sort of prefix or whatever we call that. Mr. Philip Berner, yeah. L-O-L-Y. Yeah, I don't, I like it. I, I, I'll definitely <laughs> use it in, on my resume. Like, I'd be dumb to not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those little things that like why you um, invest so much time at training and then uh, the things that you, you give up for your sport. Like that's a nice little cherry on top of things. Shows all your hard work. You know, in a very um, (laughs) no, it's just like a way that a lot of people can connect with, you Mm -hmm. know, like world series rugby player, you know, Canadian sevens rugby player on the world series. Like, is great and it's fucking awesome for us but not a lot of people that might not resonate with a lot of people or like what that means but olympian is just so universally fucking swag like you you get like people understand the the training an olympian does like it's almost a cliche like um so yeah it's it's definitely a cool perk of of being named to the team
2: Well, I don't think either of us realized that like, O L the OLY designation was a thing until we were talking to Heather Moyes and she came on and she signs all her emails. Heather Moyes, uh, OLY, two-time Olympic gold medalist, and then like every other achievement she has. I'm like, fuck, like you emailed her, you know exactly who you're dealing with. Like, you know, she is the shit.
1: Big dog, that like he, that you'd be crazy not to. That's that's like such huge props to her. <laughs> such a
3: crazy accomplishment that like you. Yeah, she's like, nuts. So. You gotta, yeah, she's nuts. But you like, eat, you know, if you work if you work this hard and like a lot of people don't really understand how hard it is. And I, we can only speak on the rugby aspect of it, but like to go to the Olympics is really fucking hard like guys came in to train uh with us last month to, to play in the development team that hadn't really been a part of our program before and they came in and they're like whoa this is tough and they like that was a month um of work so it's like you know like i've only been doing it for what, like three and a half four years four years of this i've only been four years so i wouldn't fuck this guy's as shit like compared compared he's been here forever so i mean the amount of work it takes to put it in is like it is like so well like you gotta you got to own it. You get the tattoo across your forehead, you know, and like let everybody know.
2: <laughs> I mean, you guys I'm have to get, get the Phil's Phil's got to you know, get, get his first tattoo and get the Olympic rings. Obviously it's going to add to Jake's collection here, but Phil, Phil's, I keep this arm clean. This arm has
3: nothing on it and there's one thing that I'll put on it and I still have to get there, you know, still you, I'm superstitious and I want to talk about it, but. I
1: think that's where I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, I might get a cheeky goose tattoo first so I can just like have some street cred before I get a a big tattoo like that. But... i thinking like a goose right here and like oh yeah, so a goose opening here its me...
0: wings like like
1: but about yeah, to fly like... and like <laughs> so the wings come in here and then the neck just kind of like peeks out <laughs> right here and then I want like a comic book style like punk like on the shoulder, but not like in a speech be, bubble, but like a speech bubble with like yeah, the jagged speech bubble just kind of goes honk.
0: But it's like I love very the thought
2: like, up until the honk,
0: very the realistic. Cool. So,
2: that, that, that could be that the first face first one. <laughs> and and that with that, that could be the only tattoo of a goose in the world. I've
1: seen a couple. You'd be surprised. The geese I I too. am surprised. I, I can't <laughs> imagine.
2: There's too many geese. People that are really staying
1: really them, man, I, I wouldn't say that, but hey, yeah. I actually I actually saw a tattoo of a goose on a guy's arm. Uh, <laughs> you know, he hit him with a mom man. No, no, it's only like <laughs> highlights thing. A goose thing coming up the guy's forearm. It looks sick. So <laughs> you like- never know. My fist could just be the body and then I could just have the like goose goose. Yeah. That'd be cool. Anyway, you never know. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna get a tattoo.
0: You know when like um like uh, some like movies or TV shows will do animations, but they'll make the characters look like the people that are playing them. Yeah. You, you know the concept of it? Imagine yeah. you get like Jake's face of the on the goose. That would be. I'm not suggesting you do that, but like that would be funny. I like.
3: I like where you're going with
1: it. I yeah.
0: Maybe, personally. What's well, the? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. The face right there. works You work. could
1: also have this mock-up of uh, the tattoo for for Jake and I. The uh, the old snake and goose right there. That, that's just that's beautiful. Awesome. So that that could be our, our podcast tattoo that we get. This one has a little more swan vibes, but
0: still. Uh, oh, that one! That one's pretty sick.
1: That's sleek. That one's kind of pretty, huh? That's sleek. Yeah, get that on the chain. Shout out to Whitey,
0: <laughs> Sean White.
1: Sean White. Clarify.
0: So I want to kind of shift back to the podcast a little bit, but how did you two manage to get Voss Water as a uh, sponsor for the pod?
3: Wouldn't you like to fucking know? <laughs>
1: I, yeah, yeah, we would. Keep it your
0: ways. One
3: sponsor, I you was, rat, away.
0: Sons of bitches, you. Fuck. I'm like uh, listening to the podcast and you guys are talking about Voss. And I forget which one of you two, but one of you can't pronounce the word. You keep saying. No, I think it's. Does he Nate, does Jake do that as a joke now? Voss? No, yeah, Nate, yeah. Nate said
1: Voss.
3: Like,
0: oh, okay. Vos. That's what it was. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Yeah. No, Sorry, fuck man. Fuck. No. Um. Basically, Just really talk this up. Make it. Basically, what happened was that uh, <laughs> they reached out to. Basically, what street. happened was yeah, we were walking up the
0: street
3: in Dubai, and all of a sudden, it's dark. Let me set the scene. It's dark. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, from the sky, a phoenix ah, comes down on us, and we're like, "There's a there's a little girl. She's got a, like an ice cream, and she's like, and the phoenix is about to attack her." And Phil takes me by my my neck, kind of like you know when you see a kitten get picked up like by the neck (laughs) and a scruff, and he just goes, because he's got big arms, throws me, and I use my my slinky-shaped body to protect the child. And what happened was Boss was what had sent a representative to Dubai, and his name was Schmeichel. Now Schmeichel was there, and Schmeichel (laughs) was actually getting a cake from the local gluten-free cake shop that was there and he walked out at the exact same time that i used my slinky like body to shield the little girl who also happened to be the daughter of a sheik.
1: that is a whole nother
3: story but basically schmeichel was like that's the kind of guy that we need and i said well you can't get me without the other and he said oh we've been watching this guy for years why do you think i'm here this is the guy. This is this is feel the burn. Feel the burn. He's the goose. And I said, well, I'm the snake. I'm the rattlesnake, my guy. And he said, oh, my God. Who would have thought? And the little girl's like,
0: thank you for saving me. And I said, shut up, little girl. Boss is talking.
3: And that's how it happened. Basically, you know, the classic origin story of a sponsor.
0: I like it. Uh, I like it. There's no better story than that.
3: And they said to us, you please don't make any videos of this. Um, don't make any content about boss water. And I said, listen, man, I can't promise you that I'm, there's too to much, get... too much going on up here. Okay. I got too many ideas. I got to let them out. It's like word vomit. Um, and then, yeah. And then after I made that video, they just never talked to us again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the truth is somewhere between that and there's a very fortunate mutual connection, uh, with, who was
3: who uh, a, yeah, and uh, our boy Julian, and boss, shout out to Julian. Yeah. Um, he, he he is an alumni of the same rich private school that Phil went to. Um, thank God, because <laughs> I'm a public speaker. <laughs> I don't mean, have any connections, unless we need a cow. Um and,
1: uh, sure we need a cow. Basically... These
3: guys ready to cow. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, we need the
0: he's, cow, he's, man. We need a live <laughs> <of> mascot. <on.
3: laughs> podcast is with a cow. Just, yeah. um, but basically, yeah. Julian, he reached out. He's a really good guy. He reached out. He sent us some product. He said, "Hey, could you post about it?" Um, I said, "I bet I'm gonna go." And then the iconic and, you
2: know, commercial came out,
3: exactly. And he was a really. He seemed to be a really big fan of that. Thank God. Um, it's you know. I <laughs> could have just ended life. it that day. <laughs> Yeah, like I I did it all in one shot, literally just laying in the water for like two hours, you know, in the cold water at seven o'clock, Cordova Bay with all the seals and just me looking like the biggest seal of them all. And uh, yeah, it's a pretty good connect. Voss water is super pure. Best water you ever tasted? It's the, it's the best water. This other water?
0: <laughs> nothing doesn't, nothing, nothing doesn't compare.
2: So, going to Tokyo, is there uh, there any, I mean, it kind of sa- just sounds dumb, but is there anyone that you guys, like, want to see?
1: <laughs> uh, <Jay? laughs>
3: no, none, nobody at all. Um,
2: no, uh, <laughs> I call bullshit.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's something, something here, there's something more to this.
2: She's not gonna hear, man. She's no, it's
0: not. <laughs> do you, you
1: want know people listening to this? No, I don't want to jinx my chances.
3: You never know when. So- I don't know what these fucking guys are gonna do, man. They could cut the video of their fucking post. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really want to see meet this girl, and then I'm gonna
2: look like an idiot. If I could choose I mean, one, if I, anything, I, I, I think that would help your chances. No, no. <laughs> <I don't
3: know. laughs> it could be, but it also could be kind of creepy. And I think I've already. I think it's 50
0: yeah. 50 at this point. Like, it can work could work or it totally could just totally ruin it.
3: If I could meet anybody,
1: anyone at all at the Olympics, uh, James Harden and like KD are going to be there. So James Harden's gonna not going to be there anymore. Really? KD going to be there? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That'd be cool. I'd like to meet uh, Anthony Bennett from the Canadian
2: team because you know what? He's in He's Victoria like, right I- now. Why don't you just drive down the street? That's that's literally like, that's right there. It's right behind us. The stadium,
3: right there. Do you know how much courtside tickets are to a Canadian game? Fifteen hundred. Really? Yeah. You think Papa Rattlesnake's gonna pay that, buddy? Hell, fucking (laughs) no. They're not comping the tickets. You're not gonna see me there.
2: So you know it's not the hottest thing in Vic if I'm not there. That's true. Yep. I thought it was pretty funny. They uh like. The people putting on the event in Victoria bought the the hardwood from Golden State that the Raptors won the championship on. Anything to give them the
3: competitive edge because I mean, they're in, two and zero
2: right now. So
3: exactly, and in countries like Uruguay and Czech Republic that don't have hardwood, they play in mud. So it's
0: uh <laughs> they play on the they, backside they, of mountains and the mud. They
3: play advantage. on
2: mountainsides.
0: <laughs> yeah. With, nets, with probably, no no backboards, only rims. <laughs>
2: they
3: probably walk into uh, the Savon Center and I'm like, fucking hell, this place is a shit hole. <laughs> to be fair, the Savon Center in Victoria has been doing great work. They've been housing the homeless population in Victoria for the past six months. Um, I haven't been able to walk by it uh, out of fear, but it is, uh, <laughs> it is now back to its uh, all of glory. Um,
0: out of the possibility I, of getting mugged, but it's okay. <laughs>
3: Dude, or stabbed with I, a used
0: heroin needle. <laughs> one of the dude, two. Dude, there's
3: been a lot of. There's a couple people, the homeless people. Well, most of them are actually quite nice. Most of the population, they, they set up camp in the park right next to my, right beside my house too. And there's only one lady who called me a fat narc this morning. <laughs> She's <just> like, <laughs> fat narc, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know which part of that hurts me more because I am neither a narc nor am I fat, right? No, you're thank good. you. Um, Thank morphia. Anyway, I, uh, I. Yeah, great, great things are being done here. But I'm hoping that the the Canada team wins it all. We've been watching the games, you know. Now that we're kind of like, you know, cool with them or something I guess. like that. Right. Kind of
2: like, I mean, they are cool. your they are your peers now, right? Yeah, yeah, we're the same. Same. Everything we're the same. the same. Yeah, exactly. The the yeah. only thing that's different is the salaries. is yeah. it, it that different? It, it really, it really isn't. When you, it, when, you, when you got
1: endorsements like Voss, I mean, come
2: on, you know. Yeah, last, I mean the the Canadian team definitely got helped out by the fact that uh, Giannis is still in the playoffs.
3: Yeah, they only got they only have one of the brothers there, so thank God. Or else we would be hooped. Get it?
2: That was punny. <laughs>
1: uh, Naomi, 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 uh, tennis ledge. Osaka,
0: Osaka. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce
3: know. it so that's why i didn't say it that'd um, be that'd be a sick uh, be kinda that'd cool. Be a
1: cool meet and the i andrescu is also also there canadian legend
0: bill crothers alumni
1: so shout out to andrew Coe, assistant andy assistant
0: andy on our show he's also a bill crothers alumni so hey amen i was there i went to crothers really <laughs> And look at you yeah <laughs> i went there for two years yeah I okay. I saw a picture of Andrew, like because you guys have posted him, and I'm like, "Fuck, that guy looks familiar." Why do I know where he from? But yeah, maybe I saw him in the halls one day. Definitely doesn't remember me. That is for sure. But
1: yeah, you probably, you probably. That's the last thing you saw when he shoved you into a locker (laughs) because he's like a really big bully. Yeah,
3: Yeah. such
1: a dude. He's such a mean dude. He he eats robins' eggs.
3: You know the robins, the birds. He just goes steals their eggs and their
0: newborns. He just finds them and. and
3: like he, oh, he actively guy. walks up to garbage cans with garbage and
1: throws the garbage besides the cans. Yeah. What a dick. He puts the dick. toilet paper with the thing facing the wall. Oh,
0: that's right. that that's the worst one out of all the things. I know, yeah. I know. And uh, he does that.
1: Nah. Yeah. So you can just believe what <laughs> everything we say is mean. so truthful. Every I've never
3: told a lie and I don't plan on starting now. No. Oh, so no. no. So I know what you guys are here for. um, You're really just interested in asking me a question about growing up, Um, and it's true. Um, When I was younger, I did steal a car. Uh, It was in a it was in a hot June. I was in grade. I want to say nine. No, no, I was in grade eleven. What happens if your coach hears this? I had my learners uh, at the time, and uh, and I was staying at my friend's house, and uh, he said. Hey, you want to go to McDonald's? And being a, a pudgy kid, I said, you don't have to ask me that question. I want to go to McDonald's. I want to McFlurry. Of course. Come on. Three McDoubles, two Junior Chickens, and two McFlurries. Uh-huh. Anyway, so uh, I said, yeah, who's driving? Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. That is, like, you could eat all that and not feel sick?
3: This man's right here, dog. Dude, there's something you should know about me. Sidebar. I can fucking eat, dog. And I Eat. Impressive. I eat, oh, eat fast
1: fast it's weird it's
3: too fast it's too fast phil's always every time i eat phil will, i'll finish and phil will go it's you don't
1: hear jake talk for like three minutes and then all the food just going. eats
2: like an
0: animal jake, like jake a wild be animal an
2: incredible addition to our uh all you can eat sushi outings oh dude that's yeah.
3: that's my i used to go with my dad and my twin brother and that's that's what we used to do for fun just slam back meals now john was a big dude obviously he's a professional he's a prop so he was like back in his day he was a big old motherfucker so he can throw back fish um i like to stick to my to my noodles um i'm, a, I'm an udon and yakisoba guy and all you can eat yeah uh, it's quite filling anyway so back to the story i uh i said to him friend he's not gonna name him
0: no we no have, no names
3: we have no ride and he said my mom's sleeping upstairs and we have the keys. No, we neither of us had licenses. So I I I he got the keys and we drove drove around to Abbotsford with no license all night. And uh I went back in, he said, Go grab, go grab your iPad, my iPod for some music. And I was like, Hell yeah, I'm gonna go grab some of that. I'm gonna put some Billy Talent up in here, you know what I'm saying? But I run back in and I just hear this. His mom comes downstairs and she's like, Where are we? Where's that? Blanked it out. Where's it? Where's my son? Uh, and I said, I don't know. And said, you can't have the car. And I said, Err. and the, uh, <laughs> she, I went, I was like, I need to pee. She's like, Oh, you can't. And I was like, Okay. So I went peed, and I walk out trying to see if my my friend had returned because we took his like, thirteen year old brothers with us too. Why did we do that? Putting them in danger. I don't know. But I go and I open the window. And look out to see if he's coming. And he's just ghost riding the th- the whip back into the par- into the parking <laughs> spot. And I'm like yeah. <laughs> And he's like And he gets back, comes in, and she just lost it. We had a tournament the next day, PRCs. Uh, she wouldn't drive us to the, PRCs, yeah. at the oh, New PRCs. No PRCs and 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 we had to get a ride in with uh, this dude who had a two-seater car. And to be I was like two forty-five. I was well, fat and uh, you're worst carrying drive out, worst <laughs> drive out to UBC from Abbotsford I've ever experienced sweaty August drive. Anyway, so I know that's why you guys probably called me and uh, asked for the story, but I just uh, wanted to. A lot of people been asking for that story, and uh you know, I just thought I'd give you guys the exclusive scoop.
2: I mean that that definitely was the main reason why we wanted this to happen, along with we wanted to ask Phil. If he was indeed going to wear the same outfit for this Poirier McGregor fight, and if he thinks Conor McGregor is washed up or not, uh,
3: I don't want to even be in the screen while you answer this. <clears throat> just what, what just to be, he watched. The, I watched the last one with him. I've seen Phil experience a lot of emotions through our, through our friendship. <laughs> that is by far the saddest I have ever seen him. He was so fucking sad. He, like, wouldn't even... We had to leave the house because he was so sad. So this is a very highly emotional fight for him, and that's all I'm gonna say. So just be
0: careful. Yeah. <laughs> be gentle um, with my friend.
1: It, it was weird how much I cared. <laughs> I didn't think that I cared that much. Like, obviously I'm a fan. Like it's, he's a hilarious character, but I didn't think I'd be yelling and screaming. Like my dad used to yell at Habs games on the TV. Like I didn't think I'd be like that, but I was like wincing and screaming. And then when he, he got Mm. not knocked out, wasn't a mark on his face, just took out the leg. Fair play. You know, our boy thought he was going to go box Pacquiao. He was a little heavy on the front leg. Um, but yeah, it affected me. So now I'm, I don't even know if I'm going to watch this fight. Wow. I Whoa. I'll, like, I'll honestly buy it the day after a few wins, but I don't think I can, I'm not sure if I can watch it just yet. I'm like still teetering between the two because it takes a lot out of me and I didn't think it would, but it really takes a lot out of me. Um, but I'm a call uh, a second round knockout from a boy McGregor.
2: I could see it what happening. I mean, I don't think it's super likely, but you think he loses again?
0: I just, I'd say yeah. Tough. I think I, I think he's gonna lose. He
1: lose does he lose rematches, boys? He's studied. We passed him last that's time. Fair. He's focused and here. He's motivated. He's he's charitable right now. He just funded the whole Ireland MMA youth trip to go compete at the worlds. The guy's a good guy. Funding CTE. Oh, he's
2: he's a great guy. I think it's going to come down to uh, also his hairstyle plays a big part into how he Bring how he fights. I think. I, I would actually agree with that comment from the Peanut Gallery. I actually, agree.
3: I have a question for them. Yeah, go. If you could compete at any sport in the Olympics, only summer, because that's the real one, which sport would you compete at and
2: why? Um, bad I bad. mean, I, I would say rugby, but, you know, for the sake of it, I'm going to go with uh, with triathlon. Triathlon. That was on the top 50 list. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. That's that a... like the middle of the pack, but that was, you know, was up there. I mean, I think triathlon is like the ultimate test of athletic ability. So I decathlon, think
1: being able to, I like eight more things.
0: I was gonna see, yeah, the that's that was gonna be my answer is the decathlon, whatever it's called, where you, it's whatever, what ten events or whatever, and it's just like truly the test of how much of an athlete you are. Yeah, uh, I would die if I were to do that, but I think I think that's the one I'd go with. I do archery archery <laughs> art man archery is fun it's a it's it's a good time archery is fun
3: and also it's just like unlimited light like you can do that into your 50s <laughs> yeah the,
2: uh- wow well it's same it's same with the sailing like they're i think the guy the guy that won gold in uh the last olympics was like 55 i think
1: wow that's pretty far the uh Justin Douglas, when he was at the Commonwealth Games in 2018, was uh, roommates with the oldest Canadian athlete. He was a shooter. and He was, like, in his 60s. But, like, he was staying in the same quad as the rugby boys for whatever reason. Because he was a solo athlete. He was there alone. And you're all, like, mixed together. So, Dougie had a 60-plus-year-old roommate who was a shooter. Apparently super nice guy, but just not, not who he was expecting.
2: Yeah. So, like other than rugby, what is the, uh, the sport that you guys are going to tune into the most in Tokyo?
3: Track, I think is dope. Track, track, swimming, gymnastics. Like all those are really fun to watch. I think at least yeah. from my past experiences.
1: Like I watch a bunch of Simone Biles, Beals, uh, Highlights, it'd be cool to watch her rep and then just track. I know some of the rowers, so rowing would be kind of cool, yeah, to watch and support,
3: support friends and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, any sports like they're also like it's, just, it's there's,
1: cool. There's gonna be the Olympics, some like an obscure one that I'm gonna tune into and be like, oh, that's cool, or like there's no way skateboarding is gonna be pretty fun. Skateboarding is not just gonna, is gonna be cool. Be cool. Huh? Does anyone pull Somebody pull up Nigel Houston Olympics if that's happening because that would be epic. I'd love to meet Nigel Houston. never mind. She doesn't know. Because Nigel Houston was like my cornrow king when he was like 14 in the X Games doing the street park. That guy's a legend. The
3: Canadian guy has a really cool name for the Olympics.
2: Well, I think what was crazy was Sean White Qualified and then pulled out because he oh, said he oh. didn't want to take it away, take a spot away from somebody who's been doing it their whole life. He he is really? going to the
0: Olympics, by the way. Just yeah, you know, throwing that out Houston? there. Yeah, he's going to the Olympics.
1: Oh, that's sick. I I would be sick to meet him. That guy's a bit of a legend. His yeah. his house in L.A. is so nice. I like got I got into like just rewatching some of his like YouTube skate videos. He's living the life. That guy's like so cool.
0: <laughs> would you would you geek out? Would you fanboy if you saw him just on the street?
1: Yeah, probably. I'd be like yeah. weird. I didn't think I'd be weird, but then we were at a we were in LA for our tournament, and we went to uh, the no, a,
3: Manhattan Beach. No, 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 no. The, never uh, mind. I don't know where he's talking the, about. <laughs> we
1: went to LA Kings hockey game. That's the one. LA Kings hockey game, and Logan Paul was there watching, and we were all like. And I saw him walk by, and I was like, "Oh, like <laughs> Harry came out
3: like that's yeah. one of the Paul dudes." And I was like, "What?" I was He's like, like kind of, I was
1: kind of starstruck, like not that I was going to get his autograph or whatever, but I was just like, "You see these people? On you TV don't think all the time, they're real?" Like, and then they are yeah. like funny. So if Nigel Houston was in front of me, I'd like, I'd sweat profusely. <laughs> And if McGregor ever walks past me, I'd probably just break down and be like, I'd yeah, hey, say so you start
0: crying. You'd be like, Oh my God, McGregor. Connor. I love you. Hey, I,
1: love you Connor. <laughs> I have a picture of you and being in my house. <laughs> 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 oh, it's yeah. the best $300 I've ever spent. So Yee-hee. whatever. I'll send you boys a picture later. It's a
0: beautiful. Yeah. Picture. I, I want to see what this looks like.
1: Oh Yeah. Also, uh, also check out the new
3: DPS on Instagram, fellas. We've uh, they've been updated, so.
0: I I did see those.
3: They're pretty, pretty flag ice in the veins. You know how it is. Wow. Anyway, well, I guess what we got here. We got five minutes left.
0: So we've tell me tell me this. Although we aren't rugby players, why it's obviously you know why it had his heyday back in the day. But I mean it would only make sense if if you guys ventured out into had us on the podcast.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. The, I'm I'm the inviting most...
0: myself. I'm inviting myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's fun. a rugby only podcast, and then you're gonna get someone who knows nothing about rugby on. It only See, makes that's sense.
1: The thing. That's the thing, is that we're trying to branch Ranch. branch out completely. But yeah, get a uh, – get other athletes or sports minds into the pod. So we are in a, you might have to do some late night ones. Cause we're going to be going on a Japan uh, time zone here in a couple weeks where we will be sleeping from 6am till 2pm. And then you just stay awake all night. So like our clocks get adjusted. Cause we're not going there till uh, very close to our event. Uh, so if you guys can swing like a late night hang, we'd uh yeah, let's get her done.
0: We'll make it work. We'll make it work. You. Yeah. And we'll get our people to talk to your people. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. Facts, you know how it is. <laughs> make sure and boss... and, hope, and
2: hopefully the messages get seen.
3: Yeah, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, the, the people who run our social media pages are assholes. So
1: I yeah, we have that outsourced. So yeah. It's... So that doesn't even go to us.
3: They, they said, why is a cow messaging us? This makes no sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> too many animals. Are
3: it says, I said send
0: them yeah, There's too many. There's a cow, snake, and a, and a goose. What's going on here? It makes no sense. Yeah.
1: Over, over Overstimulated. Yeah. But yeah, no. We'll make that happen. We'd
3: love to have you
1: on.
0: Oh, thank if you. you. Thank you, myself. fellas. Yeah. Like,
1: I respect
3: that so much. And this, you know what? We can ask you questions. But get ready. <laughs> <laughs> they're all gonna be really. Weird. <laughs> Welcome well, to the Thunderdome, boys.
0: <laughs> well, well, gentlemen, thank you for coming on episode fifty-one of Matter of Opinion. It's always it's always a fun time talking to you two.
1: Almost episode so, fifty.
0: 51. Almost, almost. We'll do fifty-one, and then we'll get. Uh, I think maybe a hundred or down the road, we'll we'll try and figure the, another so big one out. Um, I think you said that last time too. You said 69 last time. But anyways, <laughs> gentlemen, thank-, <laughs> Buck, thank you for coming on. I can't wait to watch you guys tear it up in uh, Tokyo. And, you know, you got two of your biggest fans out here and ready to cheer you on. Oh well,
2: yeah. Thanks boys. Thanks for having us on.